Hey everyone, it's Aman Kureishi, and you're listening to the Expat Brad Podcast. What's up? How's it going? Have you had a great week? I've um, been a little bit off the radar for the last few days because I've been so busy with good stuff, all good stuff, and I'm hoping you've had the same kind of great week where you're supporting a team and they're really close the game's right on the line and uh and and then they pull through and they win and you're so delighted about it because you actually secretly had put in all your savings into betting that they will win this match uh, without telling your spouse or anybody else and uh, you were worried also because your job was on the line but it's all paid through, uh, and now you have enough money to cover, not just uh, cover up your savings, uh, but double it up and retire and, and not worry about your job, and also pay for your kid's school fee, which was uh, due, but you, again, hadn't really dealt with the problem because you like to hide your head under the sand, and uh, and it's all worked out. It's all worked out. I hope you have a week, uh, you have had a week, where you've had that great feeling going through your body uh, throughout the whole week. Although I don't know if that kind of emotional roller coaster is good for your heart, but we'll deal with that later, right? All right. So what is going on with you guys? Uh, I've um, I've been keeping myself busy with important things like um, uh, TV shows and movies, and uh, <laughs> I just watched a film last night that's on Disney Plus. Yes, it's on Disney Plus. It's it's uh, called Oh, I am forgetting the name now, but you'll know it's it's one of these new releases and the tagline got me. Uh and it's basically this guy uh this girl who is, you know, dating around has a shitty dating life and then uh finds the perfect guy only to for it to turn into this really weird Thing. I don't want to reveal it, but there's no point if I don't <laughs> if I don't know the movie, right? Now you guys are just going, what is he talking about? So I do have to somehow find the name. How do I find the name now? Because for me to search it, I'd have to um I'd have to know. Alright, I don't know. What what were the new movies on? Alright. Fresh. That's what it's called. It's called Fresh. Alright. And uh it's pretty dark. Uh it's like a black comedy but like the black is dressed really high <laughs> like it's when i say it's dark um it it's good though at the end like um overall it was a good film it was just a very shocking kind of thing and weird and it reminded me of this other movie my wife and i watch on netflix you guys might have seen it it was about this violinist who uh attacks another young prodigy uh she maims her and then the real reason comes out later uh again really weird dark kind of stuff in that film as well uh anyway these two if you're into that kind of stuff uh like uh dark stuff like i i, I find that scary with my wife because i'm like watching it and i i kind of you know these saw type it's not as gruesome as saw and whatever but those kind of films make me go oh oh my god i don't think i can watch this this is so gruesome i normally like thrillers but this is getting really sickening and my wife's also like you know sitting there going yeah this is this is terrible it's sick let me see what happens uh, oh i want to know how he does it <laughs> there's that little difference with how i react and she reacts and it makes me slightly worried why she's interested in the procedure 
of it all. And um, she, I, I think the two of us react to disasters in two different ways. I have to turn my eyes away, so I'm I'm the head in the sand kind of guy, and <laughs> she is fixated on the oncoming train and just going, "This is." horrible <laughs> like i think that's how we both look at things um and uh, that's how we watch these thriller horror films she'll catch me like in uh i'm one of those people right like if i'm in the cinema and, and i can't fast forward stuff and there's these what really scares me are like these thriller aspects of films where a chase is happening or i know someone's like behind the door and i'm like no don't, don't do it run go what what are you doing why are you doing that why are you going down that stair uh and uh and i hate watching these dumb people in films man they're just too stressful right like why would you do that and so i'm always like trying to look away and shit and uh in the cinema <laughs> I will try to like hide or pretend I have to look at my phone. Thank God for mobile phones now or or just look on the side and stuff. Whereas, again, like I said, my wife will just be staring at and going, aha. <laughs> and she's caught me a few times looking away. It's a little embarrassing. Um, traditional masculinity on the line and shit. But uh, which um, which brings me to the topic I wanted to talk about in this podcast was action figures man because uh i was um i i have this uh, figurine that a good friend of mine rami fellow comic and uh great guy he he got me uh jordan's figurine uh what do you call these things the, kind of like a not a bobblehead but those those kind of things they're the collectibles and I love it. It's so cool. I've like, I've, it's the only thing I've not let my kid touch. Like I normally don't care if he takes anything of mine, destroys it. It doesn't matter to me if he wants to play with stuff. I'm just like, yeah, whatever. But that, that one, I was like, hands off, get away, step away, little kid, before I punch you in the face. <laughs> All right. So I've kept it on a shelf. He doesn't get to touch it. And uh, it's just because it's so cool. And I, I really do want to keep it. Um, but I, uh, I realized I'd taken it out of the box, so it's not worth the same thing anymore. How dumb can I be, right? And, uh, with the f that being, uh, put aside, uh, the, it just made, took me back to what action figures were for me. And I remember, you know, it was a big thing in the eighties and nineties. And, uh, I, I know if you don't know the history, it's really interesting because action figures, are basically dolls, right? Aren't they? They're just dolls for, and they needed a way to market it to boys, so they changed the name up, right? And they just went action figures. It's such a cool name though to come up versus dolls, and so because boys didn't want to play with dolls, they um, they gave them action figures, and it's the whole color stuff. It's everything. Just you gotta market something. It makes me think what we need to call these things going forward with the re remerging of genders, you know? So uh, will they have to, will they go, because marketers have to find a way, right, to get to you. So will they, well, I wonder what color will be, how they will kind of splice through and how they will market, what will they change? Because, you know, if you don't know, uh, it's a lot of the modern life is, is because marketers have put that in our heads like uh in the west like bacon for breakfast or uh, coffee breaks you know they 
previously they were just called breaks <laughs> and and they've kind of had a huge influence on our language and on our habits so uh, the, the the same thing with the boys and the girls like the blue color and the pink color was a marketing thing i've heard i don't know how true this is i've heard that previously pink was a color boys would be okay with as well and then it became like a girl thing and whatnot and so it, it's interesting how they can have such a strong freaking influence all right uh and so that's the case so i yeah i wonder if the future color is beige for them and purple for they i, I don't know it'll, it'll i keep an eye on this stuff right how how it changes and um and so that yeah so this action figure stuff uh for me it was interesting uh, I, as a kid, I loved it, and the whole history is interesting because you go. So you know who started it was the GI Joe guys. Uh, I can't remember. Was it a Japanese company? It sounded Japanese. Hasbro, something like that. Is that Hasbro? I'm bad with names. Like if you've listened to any of my podcasts, you'll know that. And they started the GI Joe action figures because uh, soldiers, right? Like how much? How much more masculine? How much more? Can you go like the opposite of dolls, right? They, they went all in with that idea. They went like completely what's the most opposite thing we can think of. And they were cool. As a boy, I loved them. They were interesting. They were really well made. I don't know if I uh, how the earliest G.I. Joe figures were, but the time, around the time I started playing with them, you used to get these ones with the ball bearing kind of thing. So they were very fluid, uh, not gender-wise, but fluid <laughs> in movement. And... Uh, and and they were just like remarkable. I just remember loving to collect them and play with them and fight. And and they like uh, I was also lucky. I went to school with a lot of rich kids, <laughs> and that helped a lot because their parents would buy them all the latest stuff, bunch of toys, and I get to go over and and try and play with those things. And around the same time, I, I had a uncle who's playing uh, working in a uh, for a toy company. And so he, uh, kind of like distributors more like it. So they, they had access to all kinds of stuff. I got a lot of Lego out of him <laughs> and and a lot of toys because of him. So uh, I got to I gotta send him a thank you note, you know. My life, my childhood was really, like I wouldn't have been able to afford half that stuff or even played with it or I've had it at home if it weren't for him. So it was really cool what I got out of it. And I got to, um, you know, collect some great stuff I got to like uh, uh, have it before other people and and again with the school friends like I got access to uh, the G.I. Joe toys there was these uh, Transformer ones and, and my favorite Transformer one apart from the fact that I loved Optimus Prime I'm very boring that way I, I loved Optimus Prime Hulk Hogan uh, Arnold like <laughs> it sounds such like an like a 80s guy but I'm the least like stereotype man out there that, I don't know like uh it's it's funny that those guys were my heroes back then uh the the pro, uh the alpha male I think that's or the yeah that's the alpha right that that seemed to be my attraction was towards the alphas as is for most people I suppose so why am I judging myself right and uh, I liked, uh, but I maybe I was very vanilla. Uh, oh my god, <laughs> vanilla was the flavor I liked most as a kid. It's so fun. like I I know my siblings, all my friends used to be like, 
why are you eating vanilla? There's like a bunch of other flavors here. And I'd be like, I'm cool, man. Uh, I like vanilla. Uh, that's very interesting. I, I just realized how boring of a human being I was and maybe still am. Just safety all the time, right? Ugh. Oh, God. Sorry, guys. I'm just having a realization of my life right now. And it's uh, <laughs> terrible. Anyway, uh, the Transformer guys had these uh this this one like these dinobots yeah i think they were called dinobots and those action figures were amazing because they were half dino half robot i suppose i remembered bar borrowing it from a friend borrowing it and i loved them so much i kept them as long as possible until he hounded me to give them back <laughs> i i can't remember exactly which friend that was either but i just remember going oh i wish i didn't have to return these that's terrible um, uh, not my behavior. I, I, I don't, I don't care about that. I, I just terrible that to lose them. But those action figures made a, uh, a lot of my childhood, uh, really great. Probably because again, I lived in Saudi and that time you didn't have the iPad and whatnot. And those were just my way out. I loved Im the imagination aspect of it, the creating stories out of those action figures. It was always fun. Uh, I remember for me, what was really cool was uh, we went to London and I got to go to Toys R Us at that time, Toys R Us or anything like that. Uh, actually, yeah, on a much smaller scale, you'd have some toy shops in the region here in the Middle East, but nothing on the level of Toys R Us, dude. I walked through the doors of Toys R Us and I, uh, I, I think it was a greater joy than, you know, when you see Tom Hanks walk into that store in, in big, I think that thing was even bigger for me, right? It was the coolest place I want to run around. But obviously, I was only allowed to buy, like, pick one toy. Um, <laughs> and I went for the Karate Kid action figure. I don't know what made me pick that, if someone influenced me into buying it, or I just thought it was cool that it... It had this thing, you press a button and it did a chop and it came with this uh, plank thing that would break. So you position it and then you would put uh, the Karate Kid next to it and you would press the button and it would chop and the thing would was designed to break, right? It, it was already like, it was already like uh, split into two and you could, you, you get what I'm talking about, right? Like uh, stunt pieces. And uh, it, it came with a robe that you put on him and took off and you wanted him to fight. I don't know who. <laughs> I think my brother got Miyagi with him. Maybe. I'm not sure. But we were so delighted. It was the coolest thing I ever got up until then. And I don't know which one was my first. I, I don't know if that was the first action figure I bought. I had to go back and check when I flew the first time to India versus the first time I flew to the UK. Because when I went on a trip to India with my mom, who is originally from India, uh, like a lot of Pakistanis, and uh, and I went to uh, this town next to uh, Delhi called Allahabad. That's where uh, her family comes from, and a lot of them are still there. She, uh, we went there, and uh, there I bought He Man. And my brother bought another figure for uh, from the He-Man series. It was uh, see again. I went for He-Man, the alpha guy, the main hero. Wow, so predictable. I I think the other guy was called Pluto, not Pluto. I'm thinking Disney. This uh, bald blue guy 
with spikes on his back, like stuff, uh, like the the armor he wore. <sighs> what was his name now? I can't remember. God, I'm like trying to figure out things all the time while I'm chatting with you guys. You'd think by this point I'd go, maybe I should just prepare a little bit, right? <laughs> before I start podcasting, before I start the episode. Ah, anyway, uh, Panthro. Yes, that was the name, Panthro. Uh, no, the, he was in Thundercats. Now I'm confused. Oh, wait, no, I bought He-Man and he bought, I forgot what he bought, man. Uh, but we had Thundercats and Panthro at one point too. Shit, now I've got all these cool action figures swirling in my head. And again, I like the Thundercats guy, the the main lead again. I oh my god, there's a pattern. <laughs> so so uh we we got He-Man in India. It was a uh, I I got to keep that. That was one of the coolest toys I had. And uh, I think I used to influence my younger brother to get like complimentary action figures so that we'd have a set for my liking <laughs> and I'd convince him to get like the second character or the third character and then yeah so I, the poor guy always agreed to it as well oh I feel now I'm now I'm a shitty brother as well my god this whole episode is just me going what a terrible human being I've been my whole life <laughs> right sorry uh, I, I should send him an apology about that and maybe buy him an action figure I don't know so those two were my first and that's how strong that memory is ingrained because they were both special moments and to have them and I played with them a lot all the time they were just like the coolest things I ever knew and uh, at some point you know like a lot of things I know they started becoming collectibles and I have friends again who do it and I'm talking about keeping one myself uh, they but a lot of people started buying these things to just collect and watch like grown-ups right so we with the kids we never grew up, I guess, our generation, if you think about it, right? So we we went from playing with those toys to going, I got to still have these action figures <clears throat> and I'm going to do it by calling them collectibles and just save them up, but never play with them. And that's partly amazing because you've got this great collection of toys preserved. You're almost like, you know, it's a shrine, a museum to something that was really great uh, and still is versus playing and using it for joy so i don't know maybe but we are getting joy by keeping them uh yeah and what would i do play with action figures like sit there and make up stories maybe that's a cool thing i, I try that sometimes with my kiddo he just takes them and runs off he doesn't like the stories i create all right but here's here's my favorite story about action figures all right at one point everybody any kid who grew up in the 90s you had to get your hands on the teenage mutant Ninja Turtles, all right? And my, my favorite stories are about them because, uh, again, I got Leonardo. Oh, my God. I got Leonardo. Did you guys see that coming? Yes, right? I had Leonardo. Even though Michelangelo was my... No, no, no. That's the only time I didn't go for the alpha male. My brother went for Leonardo, and I went for Michelangelo. Yes, maybe that's when I started changing a little bit, and humor started taking over the idea instead of being the alpha male leader or whatever, right? <gasps> That's the turning point in my life. Michelangelo saved me. So <laughs> it was, no, not even Leonardo. We did not care for Leonardo. We thought he was the most boring turtle ever, right? Like even if you listen to the song, he gets nothing. Like everybody else gets like a decent kind of cool intro. What are the lyrics? Like uh, Leonardo leads Michelangelo... Uh, Donatello does machines. Uh, uh, Raphael is rude. Michelangelo is a cool dude. 
right? Like everybody's got a couple of words. Leonardo literally gets leads. All right, that's all he gets. Leonardo leads. That's it. That's just that's the only bit about him, about his personality. He had nothing else going for him. If he wasn't the leader, he'd be just another t turtle, not even a mutant ninja turtle. He'd just blend into uh, in, into a pet shop or something. That's how bland he was. Oh, my Lord. Anyway, back in the day, I probably would have loved him. Maybe something to do with the fact that a friend of mine, um, who I used to talk about Ninja Turtles to all the time, and we bonded over it, Yasser, he picked Leonardo as his favorite, so that influenced me to pick something else. He edged me out of the alpha male. Oh, this is like a therapy session now. Um, he edged it out, and so I went with Michelangelo. That was really cool. Uh, and Hamad, my brother, had Donatello, which would swim in the water. Again, these were like amazing new things back in the day, right? Yeah, you'd wind up Donatello, and then his legs would kick, and he'd float in the bathtub. It was so cool. That's not the point of my Ninja Turtle stories. The point is, at one point, uh, one of my uncles got me these action figures as a gift, and on the box it said Teenage Mutant Hero Turtles, all right? Now, I wasn't aware of, uh, like, fake goods or what they are, all that kind of stuff, but to me... That was the first time I went, hey, is this shit fake? What's going on here? Hero turtles. And for the longest of time in my life, I believed that someone had just got me, whoever got me that gift, I, I can't remember again exactly, had just picked up a, 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 a copy thing of the turtles. But they looked exactly like it, and they, they were still well-built and cool, so I never understood it, didn't give it much thought. Until much later, I realized this is an interesting thing. Apparently in the UK... And I verified this with my wife, and I made a lot of fun about British people because of it. Apparently in the UK, their censor board went, Ninja is too aggressive for kids. You got to change that. So it was marketed in the UK as Teenage Mutant Hero Turtles. And that's so funny and lame. And so she, she tries to defend it and goes, no, that's what they were. And I love making fun of that fact that she had that. So, <laughs> hero turtles. It sounds so lame. Uh, I also saw it on TV then, a couple of episodes from the UK version, and I was like, yeah, they changed the song too to hero turtles. So that was, um, that was the most interesting <laughs> aspect of it. The other thing that really let me down, the Ninja Turtles thing, was uh, I had... Uh, I had my uh, another uncle coming back from the States, and I asked him to pick up this... Uh, this walkie-talkie type thing for the turtles because I thought it'd be so cool. When it got here, I realized it was fake walkie-talkies and you just learned to press Morse codes on it. And I was just like, what the hell is this? It was just go beep, beep, beep. And, you know, I was like 13, 14 maybe at that time, 12 to 14 around that age. And I was just the most disappointing thing I ever got as a toy. And I had first pick because my brother was out, so I was like, I'm going to pick the first turtle toy that's been brought. And I picked that, man. And the thing that my brother picked was much cooler. And, okay, I guess karma, right? So, yeah, there you go. Life has been figured out. So those were my favorite action figure uh, memories. And, you know, again, just so much joy in collecting them and stuff. And I, I, I think uh, I, I got to witness the golden period of it. I think the only downside about these action figures were just like how watching wrestling did that to me was that I always felt like I had body 
image issues, man, because they were all apparently really well built and sculpted and stuff. And you just kind of went, I don't have these kind of muscles. And maybe if there's any negative connotation ever left with action figures, probably that. I, I, I need to see some Teenage Mutant uh, dad bod turtles or something to make myself feel better in my later life. Anyway, look, I got to get going. I hope you enjoyed the episode. Tell me your favorite memory of your action figure. Leave it in the comments. I'd love to hear about it. And maybe I'll reincorporate it into a, a second episode uh, following up on this uh, topic. Until then, uh, take care of yourself. Uh, show me some love. Share the episode. Give it a rating on Apple Podcasts if you're listening there. And take care of yourself. Goodbye. Or as a dog would say, woof. <laughs> <laughs>